November 26, 2010, it's a Watt from Pedro Show.
Lot from Pedro's show, November 26th. Started off with John Coltrane with Eric Dolphy in 1961 Live. I want to talk about you. Street Water by Conversation After That. We have some guests, Brother Matt. Yeah, full house. Welcome. You want to introduce everyone? <laughs> Let's see. Talia's here. Hi. <laughs> it's been a long time. Coco's here. Julie, welcome. Marty Lyons. Hey. And Richard fucking Bonnie. <laughs> welcome. Post Thanksgiving celebration. She all the time when we first started. Yeah. She was a DJ, right? It's yeah. fun, cool little sets. Groovy tunes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she used to be DJ Talia. Mm. Now I'm just Talia. Now I'm just Talia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Bonnie was on the show once before. I think he came twice. to my pad. Twice. 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 Once at your place. Once here in the Love Grotto. Yeah. Welcome back. And, uh, <clears throat> but first time for Coco. Oh, no. I no, no, she's been here before. First <laughs> yeah, time for Julie. First time, first time for, for Marty. First time for Marty. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember you on Coco. I'm sorry. I was just, I didn't say much, though. Oh. <laughs> I think I had one thing, but everybody laughed, so it was good. <laughs> <laughs> you brought somebody. Matt. Oh, yeah, Matt, my fiance. That's right, Matt. Yes, he's at home today. <laughs> and Julie's first time. Hello. Hey, Julie. Thank you. And Marty's first time. Now, Marty goes way back, though, with me. And Richard. Richard goes back the furthest. Uh, we were washing pots and pans at the and San Pedro, Pedro Peninsula High. Hospital. At the hospital. At the hospital. Chowing before we dumped yeah. them into the sink. Because it come from the cooks. This was a... We didn't chow off the plates from the floors. <laughs> that got just scraped. But if it was from the cooks, we chowed. Yeah. So... It took care of us. It was very cano... As far as having to buy chow, but then their wage was kind of economy. I think it was dollar twenty an hour. Yeah, something like that. Buck thirty, I think. When I moved to like a buck fifty, I thought I was living large. Yeah. I bought a bicycle. We were teenagers. Yeah. Uh, now Marty comes in the Minuteman days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some pictures in the paper that goes inside the Punchline record. That was Marty Lyons' no, you creation. Yeah, that was that was uh, some type. It was. Uh, well, you put it together. Yeah, you appropriated from an art class. <laughs> exactly. Something exactly. like that. Balance harmony. He took some pictures of us at a prac, and then um, put the spiel from the class you had, and that became the insert for the punchline. That's right. And that's all that was on it, so it didn't. Have, it was kind of mysterious mm-hmm. and abstract. Um, yeah, how did we meet you? Well, I can't remember. I'm stupid. My uh, <laughs> uh, my recollections go back to always with Joe Bison because uh, he was a, he was a part of. Maybe that's he, what he it was. We played family. that backyard party. Long time. Ago. Yeah. Was that when punk rock just started happening? Were you there, Richard? When we did that party yeah. in Weimas? New Wilmington, yeah. 80, that's where I, I think that's where we met Joe. It's before and we played like a club. Was, we never even played a club yet. He was b- living below you guys in that apartment. Well, and not me, D Boone. Because D Boone lived next door to me on Gaffey between 22nd and 23rd. And we found. You ever hear this story where I found the. 
every day we could at this by this time I was still doing Haas with Richard, but I was also doing jump uh, the French cooking. Yeah. Jacques in the box. Yeah. Still there. I'm Gaffy and Six. Yeah, Gaffy too. We used to get three fries. The guy knew Logo. Well, we were doing uh, graveyards in uh, 11 to 7, me and him. And we'd come home and there'd be a big giant grasshopper every time. And we'd, you know, um, send it to the next plane. And, whoa, there's another one here. I said, D-Boot, how can there always be a grasshopper in here? And there's this uh, panel in the roof, in the ceiling, overhead. I said, let me look in there. So I stand on his little, uh, there was little, little bungalows. It's where the reactionary pictures got taken. Yeah. It's on the, in the alley there. So anyway, they came furnished, and there was a little uh, light table. So I stand up on it, and I, you could just push this panel out, and I'd get in there about my shoulders up, and it's just totally dark. I said... Boone, I can't see. Why don't you take that uh, lampshade off and pass me up the lamp? Turn it on. So <laughs> he passes up to me. I bring it up through the hall with me, and it's like 10 million locusts are in there. All their fucking red eyes were like an inch from my face. <laughs> and I, ah! I screamed and I threw the lamp, but fell off the fucking thing. Luckily, but it popped the knee. I think we better turn the master down a little bit. <laughs> and uh, Boone, you know, was very brave, strong man, but he did have a phobia about... He told me when he was a boy there was a mayonnaise jar that it emptied, that somebody put a bunch of spiders in, he'd come across and open it up and stuck his arm in there and all them spiders crawled on his arm, so he... He got like a phobia about bugs, and man, it just fucking freaked him out. All of a sudden, woo, the hammer comes out the nails. Woo, he just pounds, his nails up that panel thing. He moves the next day. I'm out here in Tutuville to Island there another couple of years. I didn't have them in my, my bungalow wasn't connected to his. I had roaches. So I always had the wadded up newspaper right by the hatch. So every time I'd come in, it'd be like half hour of but anyway, I'm, we put together the Minuteman, and we did first paid gig was the Starwood, but that was like our 35th gig, and I remember there was a party, and maybe that's how it happened, because from that pad, D. Boone moved to 19th and Pacific in the yeah. alley there. And living below him was Joe Biza and Gary Jacobli. And we would see Joe Biza at the gigs. He could he really stuck out, you know. We we recognized him, but we didn't really know who he was. But D. Boone got to meet him by, uh, I talked to him at gigs and shit, but I didn't, because everybody talked with each other, but I, I didn't really know him. But he got to know him. Yeah, he was one of the few musicians who would, people at, at, at gigs who would stand in front of the mosh pit just to look at the musicians. Yeah. He wasn't throwing elbows. He was just... No. Totally well, in those days, it was still pogoing. It, yeah. it, it wasn't hardcore. It wasn't hardcore. There wasn't no yeah. swirling. It was more up and down than left and right. I'll tell you, though, man. But he would be up there studying. I know. he's. Yeah. That's when he started learning guitar. He's 27 years old. And I want to play guitar. He was a painter, drawer. Anyway, there was a buddy in We Must. Maybe it was... Victor and Lena's pad. I don't know. Yeah. Remember them? Lena <coughs> played bass in the peer group. 
So maybe that's where we met you. When, when that's uh, early on, like one of the first few Minutemen games. I got vivid memories of, of uh, wait. I remember there was giant like candles on big sticks that stuck in the ground, and one dude was chasing another dude around with that, that. candle. You remember that? No, no. Yeah, this dude was like wearing the cowboy boots and that. shorts and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. But we were waiting in line one time at the smokestack, waiting yeah. to watch a, a oh, black yeah. flag show. You know, along with but there's a bunch. Of Punk rock. And then the, the bouncers were long hair, puko shell wearing dudes, right? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. a combo. And so we're waiting in line, and I'm standing with Joe and Rachel, and waiting, and, and Jack Brewer. Jack Brewer was, a, yeah. was a, the person we just met. And then here's this big, beefy guy with this uh, shirt that spray paint on the back, and, you know, that wait about 30 people ahead of us, making his way up. Seemed to know people in line. And I just kept my arm, like, wow, this guy, this guy looks different. He's a big old dude. And they came to Joe. Joe said, hey, D, what's up? Hey. And they, that's how, he says, these guys are in a band. You should come see them. They're, in fact, they're going to have a barbecue. And that's, what, it could have been a couple of weeks before. That's, that's my But that barbecue was the thing. It was the gig. Yeah, and that's I, where I seen I you I remember guys. now. And Richie. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know. You don't remember that dude with the big candle? <laughs> what the thing you would remember that, right? yeah. I don't know it was a big rusty candle like 40 years later like a banana like big on a fucking stick I remember some dude I didn't know who was who or yeah, that one doesn't stick out. Well, we were always having barbecues. barbecues. Yeah, but this was in Weimas. Yeah. yeah. But I remember that and, one. And it was one of the first Minuteman gigs. Yeah. So anyway, back to the practice pad. This is what we share with Black Flag and Old Tarts yeah. on Cabrillo. Is at former dentist office. And we shared a practice pad with them and used their ramps and stuff. Just drive on over until the police kicked us out. You were so generous but with me to join You them. came on over and took the shots. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's... Most days, Minutemen would not take shots. We thought it was like bourgeois. Mm. And then we figured out, well, it's probably more bourgeois not to take shots. Yeah. And uh, I think that, the first guy to take shots of us was Frank from uh, No Magazine and by this red man huh. thing, right? Yeah. Maybe less than a block from yeah, here. One. Right? Kind of fraternity. Yeah. I don't think any red men belong yeah. to it. I think it was all white men, but... The name is Red Man. Dirk had a birthday party there. I'd never been in that place. But I think that's where our first uh, pictures were taken. Like, we said, okay, you can take it. Marty just came to the practice pad. And, well, cool. yeah. They were trippy shots, so we just used them for... Uh, that's all front of Torrance right there. Oh, I love that shot. Well, yeah, it's nearby. There's a, yeah. there's a trophy classic. shop. It's cool. classic, yeah. Awesome. There's a trophy shop a couple doors down. That's where that shot's from. See, I used to wear army coats with no shirt. What do you think? Of that? <laughs> You've always my, had your own style. My pop gave me that jacket. It was actually a navy. Coat. Where was the trophy shop? It was like two doors down from uh, the dentist, former dentist office, which was SST. I, I soldered a ten of two. You know what? When I was pulling all these pictures out, it was too fucking loud. When you and I worked on this uh, website, that has these pictures. Yeah. Um, no, don't put it there because put it in the middle because everybody wants to be able to talk. My uh, uh, 
guy that I learned all my photography from, Dean Takuno. This guy was just an important part of my life. Still is. Like hey. brother. He goes, uh, I was telling about this. We're talking over the phone on the internet. And he's talking about their faces. He says, this is the key shot. He says, he says, look at the, and he doesn't, he doesn't know any of you guys. But he says, look at the guy over here. He's pointing to George. Yeah. He says, he says, look at that. I said, yeah, it's George, the drummer. He says, he's wearing the jacket I gave him. My mom gave me that fucking jacket. And I said, I can't wear this thing. He says, I gave it to George, he wore it. (laughs) He he says, look at him. He says, he's looking for the next beer. He needs to get out of this picture. (laughs) He says, he doesn't want to be a part of this. And he says, look at the guy in the middle. I said, that's my, like, again, Dean really wasn't aware of, you know, all this. He said, look at the guy in the middle. He says, he's looking beyond the horizon. He's looking Mm -hmm. past your shoulder. He's looking to the future. And he says, and the only guy that's looking at us mm-hmm. is this guy, Dennis. Yeah. I, it got as quiet as it is right now. On the phone, I was just going, man. I'm man. trying to look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool metaphors. So I just did this so much. Anyway, it's for your back. I don't know if George I wanted to I don't mean to bring the room down with that. I, know. <laughs> I, know I probably he, did. He wore that coat for many years until somebody stole it at a gig. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. I remember that coat. It's weird. I see old pictures of the minute, and I remember. Well, my mom bought clothes. me that coat, maybe because Ramones wore it or something. George it was in like, the seventies, and I said, "Mom, I can't spit. wear this thing." But Georgie actually did ride motorcycles. Yeah, he always had motorcycles. He yeah, was working this on them. end of Hey Taxi days too. Yeah, hey, this is that's right after the Hey Taxi yeah. days. Yeah, he no, I gave it to him. In the 70s still. I, I, I never wore it. I yeah. wore it once or twice, and it's like, God, I can't wear this thing. I pulled out a picture um, the other day of my apartment on 11th Street, and Georgie's in it with Jack Brewer's sister, Teresa, who I was dating, and he had that uh, reggae kind of knit cap, the yellow yeah, one. Yeah. He had it for years. I go, I remember that day. He's man. on the back of Freeway Tyler. Yeah. Let's hear some music. Smoking cigars and playing strip kino. The sisters all possess horrific birthmarks that resemble Shecky Green. The nuns grow tired of the game. They whip out nunchucks, throwing stars, and cyanide laced kosher dills and begin an elaborate, intricately choreographed, highly fluid circular square dance in slow motion. A sort of grand sumo prancing through molasses. A parametrical pinwheel promenade on Perkadan. All at once, the nuns cease their movements, drop their equipment, and run headfirst toward a central point. They collide violently, precisely. Each nun absorbs the blow equally at an identical spot on her skull. The collision is an utterly chance, yet geometrically perfect event. Suddenly, strange things begin to happen. Earth begins to shake. The trees swirl like merry-go-rounds. Sparrows begin to attend the U.S. Army School of the Americas in Fort Benning, Georgia, to receive instruction in surveillance, interrogation, torture, intimidation, and assassination. Meanwhile, the nuns' scalps have fused together. The sturdiest of the three slowly pulls her head back, raising the other two into the air, creating a beautiful black and white Y. All 
Also, meanwhile, a class of first graders on a field trip in a nearby meadow spot the nuns and run to their teacher, informing her that they found the next letter on their Find the Alphabet on the License Plates game, which they played on the bus ride over. The teacher removes her hairpins, shakes out her glorious auburn mane, points deliquely toward the nuns, and shouts valiantly. The flawless execution of a Lakota Serbo-Croatian hybrid dialect found only in the southeastern suburbs of mid-1980s Cleveland. A time in which men were men, and women were women, and women were men, and men were men and women, and children were egg beaters, and men and women were also egg beaters, but a different kind of streamlined, kinetic, Bacchioni-esque, futurist sort of egg beater. Seize the moment, young days of the Microsoft generation! the children, hooping and hollering, screaming and salivating, tear off toward the nuns like amped up little psychotic lemmings, descending in a horde upon the nuns with all their terrible savage Oshkosh might, leaping and tearing at their throats, the nuns try at face sister swings, her mighty head, their shoulders about, scattering children like sweat off a boxer's hammered face, but to no avail, there are simply too many children.
good is this? Watt for Pedro Show. Uh, started off with My Three Nuns by the Fuxitos, Hee Haw Horror by Rover's Pinky, Fire vs. Ice by Truman's Water, Tornado, oh yeah, this is new stuff from Goatine, new stuff from Deerhoof, Behold a Marvel in the Darkness. 
None of the Deerhoofs now live in San Francisco, Richard. Oh, I know. I saw them their last uh, gig. And I said that because Richard has not been in Pedro for how many years now? It'll be four coming up. Up pretty or four years. Yeah. He born here and raised, but four years ago bailed. North. You can take the boy out of Pedro, but you can't take the Pedro out of the boy. Thank you. <laughs> that is true. Lots of Pedroisms I use in San Francisco and people. Tripping on ads and go, what the fuck is that all about? <laughs> uh, but now, like one lives in Portland, one lives in New Mexico, one and, lives and in New York to, City, one in Tokyo. One in Tokyo, yes, they all pretty much scattered. But they did play San Francisco not too long ago. Who did they open for? I cannot remember. They just did a show. Oh, well, I know they got a new album and they're touring again. Yeah, but yeah, Trip, they did do a show. Trippy band. I got to record with the guitar man in New Mexico. Yeah. And me and you both, me and you both saw them earlier in the year at the Fox in Oakland when you came up to see Yoko. Yeah, I went up there. I thought I'd never get to see her play, yeah. and then I yeah. ended up doing and you ended up playing with her now. <laughs> and she sent me in the mail yesterday. I got a big. They, we took a picture in the dressing thing uh, downstairs. This is an old theater, the Orpheum downtown, and everybody who was at the gig is in the picture. Oh, cool. And she, but to my love, Yoko. Awesome. There and sent it to me. This big, yeah, out of the blue, I got it. Nice, nice lady. Uh, yeah, she blew my mind that lady. night. Yeah, she's seventy-six years she old. Huh? With much energy, much alive. I also saw her at the wedding. I saw Nels Klein yeah. and Yukahanda get yeah. married in Fujishiwawa, Washington. Ah, it's about thirty or forty miles south of Tokyo by the beach. I saw surfer dudes. Yeah, they had uh, racks on the side of their bicycles to carry the surfboards. Really? Like you've seen well, that. I had a rack on my bicycle. Well, this is a little side man. Oh, side, I had the back. When you're towing, yeah, this is a little side, so it might be kind of tricky. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but they were doing it. And, uh, yeah, she was at that thing, too. So that was uh, neat to get that picture. But I didn't know I'd ever get to see her. I didn't know she'd play L.A. again, so I went up there. Yeah. Actually, it was in Oaktown. Yeah. The old fox. By the way, the former mayor is now governor. Governor again. Again, right. The former governor is the governor. 72 years old. Full circle. I guess the eBay lady couldn't buy it. <laughs> it was scary. Thank God. It was scary. Was it scary? Someone doesn't buy everything. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you can get cynical about that, but somehow it didn't work for her. Yikes. Oh, God. It's like the, the other clown, too. There was another one running for Pelosi's <laughs> seat with a lot of money. Yeah. That money thing's not working anymore. Thank God. Well, you know, like. Sometimes it does. Well, people like uh, Schwarzenegger, uh, people like that. Remember our old mayor here, L.A.? Reardon. A dollar. But my father had a saying for that you get what you pay for. I'd rather pay somebody good money to do a good job. Well, they already had a bunch of bucks. What's the ego thing with. I'm they done. were saving us yeah. money. Actually, Jerry Brown, when he was in the first time, saved us money because he wouldn't live in the mansion. Mm -hmm. That's right. He got some. Yeah, she got rid of it. A, a yeah. Apartment or a condo or something. Yeah. He was living in condo. Um, back to the Marty Lyon story. So, pretty uh, <laughs> topic. Yeah. Well, you you got in the picture. So how? Well. Uh, 
Because obviously you were was, taking pictures before that Minutemen Brack thing. Th- this, no, man. You know, this was, I was putting it together. Is I that you your first pictures? Some, like, I'm saying months into into this. Uh, well, it still was before. I was, yeah. I was, uh, I was just picking it up and I was going to How? Long Beach State. Oh, you took a class? No, I didn't take any photographs. In Long Beach State, I was taking, uh, and what? Uh, Client? Graphic design. Well, I, like that, that, nobody that, turned you on to it? You just got a whim? It was one of the one of the tools to like to complete projects, to do artwork. Oh, so it was for a class. Stuff. And so uh, yeah, I, I just I just want I just wanted to have one. And I really I really can't pinpoint anything, you know, as to like this is why I, I went shopping for. But I got it. And uh, it was just, I just you know, just like a lot it's like a lot of fun to do that stuff. And then Right at that time, all these things were happening. You guys were coming to meeting you guys. There's this whole new music out there. Yeah, so I wanted to apply to do, to do that and to bring that into you know the assignments that I was doing in, in college. And uh, and uh, at this time, when you guys were putting this together, and then you guys were touring. That's well, a I was second record punchline. Here. Yeah, I was just staying here, finishing up school and stuff. And but. Um, it, what what really uh, what really was a pivotal part to take the big step forward into this was was 1985. My my pops passed away, and then a few months later, D. Boone passed away. And then yeah. I was when I was I was working as a art director, art in the art director business. Uh, let me see, I was with uh, I was with Motor Trend magazine, and I was a pretty young guy. I was like 26 years old, and I you know I'm in this job going well. I, spend the rest of my life here and get better parking and retire you know but uh that just didn't make sense and i thought now's a good time better parking things sounded <laughs> worth <laughs> 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 it is a leg it's it's in san francisco <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's why i got a bike <laughs> so that was a good time to get out and change things and so uh, yeah so I, I started started uh just getting photo assistant gigs, didn't know anything about it, I was picking it up as it went along, apprenticeship, just, you know, journeyman stuff, yeah. and uh, um, ever since then, I've been looking for work. How'd you, miss, <laughs> how'd you meet Joe Biden? Just kidding you. Look, Joe Biden, how'd I meet Joe Biden? My gosh, you know? Because you're in Lameda. That's right. Uh, and he's uh, in Wilmington, they're not that to, far, I think only Harbor City mm-hmm. in between. Weddings. Junior weddings. high, junior high, junior high school, whatever age that is. I remember going to me- big fat Mexican weddings. It's my whole background, and there was this guy that would sit on with the Garcias you know, yeah. across the hall, across the room. You know, at the, at the dance and stuff. And, and this is this is the nineteen eighty uh-huh. uh, seventy five seventy four. There's this Keith Richards looking guy with this messed up hairdo and these pinstripe like looking styling. Styling guy, you know. Was always, wow, well, he a, still is. Yeah, it stood yeah. out from the crowd of you know the, the family. He was at the gig stuff. last Sunday. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he always was And I was just going, oh, it's interesting guy. I want to go talk to him. Yeah, he's always got that. And, and the moment I, you know, I was like a like he's a. He's going to have surgery TV. again, you know, on his arms. Oh, because he's got this carpal. It's from years of doing the uh, art boxing. Told me that's right. what did it more than the guitar. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. So he's already but, but, had him last year. He had the wrist ones. Now he's going to have the arm ones. Wow, that's it. But yeah. Uh, but anyway. But well, well, well the my, styling guys at the wedding. Yeah, and my my mom made a very good point of saying, 
those are the Garcias. Don't go over there. <laughs> so, of course, I went over there. You know, I'd like to I could kind of go to the, my dad was at the bar with his other compadres and stuff. So I'd go over there and, you know, just kind of like just be around him. He's just an interesting looking guy. And he was not a cousin or anything. So this is like, you know, then junior high school. And then in high school, I'm in school with some of the Garcia's girls. And there's some cool drawings on their book covers, you know. Whoa, that's, oh, that's my, my sister's boyfriend, Joe. Oh, wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. Then, Long Beach State, right out of high school. There's yeah. a pub there. And uh, I was in one of the classes during the day with Billy from the Suburban Lawns. Yeah. And uh, you know, he said, hey, we're playing tonight at this pub. So we go there on the school campus, so we go there to the... I mean, that club, the 49er? Nugget? The Nugget. Nugget. (laughs) On campus. It's on campus. The 49er was on PCH or Anaheim. So some heady times, right, Ray? Buying pictures of beer and stuff. All this. I'm at the bar there when they're playing, and then Rachel comes up. Whoa, Rachel. It's cousin. Yeah. Guess what's going on? She, I'm here with my and bang right from like four years before. That's that guy. So that's how we. Yeah. Know, and then we started going to. You know, it was a very small network at that time. Like, what's happening next weekend? You know, oh, this band's playing over there. And so, so that's when some of those smokestack gigs were happening. And, yeah. yeah. You know, or eventually we'd spend week with with Alley Cats. Yeah. It was all word of mouth. Flyers. That's how that happened. Alley Cats were Lamita. Yeah, Lamita. Yep. Alley Cats. Yeah, I didn't Alley know Cats any of those guys. To us. No, I know, I know and it's weird. a small town, but yeah. still. Yeah. That punk scene was so little. Yeah. And underground. You went to huh? You went to Narbonne? Narbonne High School. Yeah. Gaucho. Gaucho. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> and that thing was Good just times. like the Packers. Yeah. The yeah. That's right. Gaucho. I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that until like after. Until a ridiculous time. <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? They look like a high school they went to. <laughs> but you were actually <laughs> closer Navy housing to that school than Peter High. Mm-hmm. Well, that's people, how far up western. Uh, people, my friends from Peter High get kicked out of Peter had to go to Norbon. <laughs> have to take that bus down western. They hate the short it. bus. <laughs> no, it's a public bus. That was good. <laughs> they didn't give you a ride. You had to pay. Okay, more music. <laughs>
Watt from Pedro Show. That was the Green Flames with 1320. And before that, we had the Cisco Kid by Kuda. Yeah, this name. Kudo Anova. Uh, they opened up for us in Kumamoto City in Kyushu. And uh, it was their first gig ever. Mm. And it ain't Lowrider. Okay, Cisco Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's called Lowrider, right? It's not called the Cisco Kid, even though yeah, it's <laughs> called it says it in the lyric, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Pancho drink the wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The song's called Cisco Kid. Yeah, you got sis. That's the name of the song. It's not Lowrider? No, no, no that's a different song. I'm thinking of Low Ride. Oh, yeah. It's, it's still on their greatest hits song. album, though. They did have a song called The Cisco Kid. Yeah. But this one uh, don't fucking sound like it, okay? Either <laughs> 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 Anyway, it was the first gig ever. It was a trip. They were shitting bricks. Kids? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we start off with three by the hysterical injuries from England. Uh, that's the end of the first hour Watt from Pedro show. Hold tight for hour two. November 26, 2010. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
lot from Pedro show. Sorry to interrupt you, <laughs> Marty, but I gotta do this here. We started the second hour off with uh, some bands I played with. I didn't play with on the Japan tour, but they gave me their music anyway. Fuck, I said that wrong. I didn't play with them, but after the show here, you want to hear? Yes, of course. First band was the Rice Panic with Saltaise, and then Pigs by Galega, then Jayakin Bakimon by Mokuzo Kenchiku, and then My Identity is 99% in Chiki by Thirsty Chords, and Angel Exists by Hamk. Those last two bands were Shikoku. Shikoku bands, I remember that. It was the first time I was in Atlanta. Man, I had some bitchin' oot on there. It was this pad, I couldn't believe it. It was in the alley, off the road, and hardly any sign. And you go in there, and it's like, you know, some mod or husband, older people, and then maybe two daughters helping them out, and like this got like a laundry basket doing the udon in, you know, soaking and washing. Shikoku, it's really big-ass buckwheat kind. And man, maybe three bucks a thing for all this chow. I had this stuff called tamayama or something, where they put the egg, right, a raw egg in there, it's so hot it cooks it up. And with the kind of tempura about fish and uh, onigiris, these rice balls with plum in them, man, it was a trip, you know, versus, Amer I remember after one gig, and I think it was Hiroshima, the, the band we're going to conk at, here, we want to chow with you, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not really going to chow after the gig, and they take us to this place, it was called Joyful, and it was like a Denny's, like I came thousands of miles, this shit, I didn't even order it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only bunk pad I was watching. <laughs> was like, you must be joyful. But you know, I, I've read things about bands. If it wasn't for Burger King, I'd starve in these fucking foreign lands, you know. It's like these guys. There's a lot of good shows. It's like Georgie, when I live with Georgie, and he'd be all bummed out that he had to go toward England because there's nothing to eat. And I go, Jesus Christ, George, you told me a horse in Croatia. You can't find that to eat in England. <laughs> India chow. Yeah. No, no, but still, like, you know, for George Hurley to make a comment like that, like, I hate going to England, there's nothing to eat. George, eat anything. Yeah, I know. Hey, we ate alligator in fucking North Carolina one night at 3 a.m. <laughs> Stuff like that. George is always looking for something weird to eat. Yeah, balloon. Loot. <laughs> you know about that? No, oh, man. Oh, man. Delicate doesn't they take an egg and bury it for a month oh, and let it rot. Oh, oh. I've heard that. Sure. I've seen it. Yeah. I thought that was the one with the egg, with like the partially the grown. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they bury it. Yeah, let oh. it rot. Or yeah. Yeah. After you crack it open, there's a nice juice that you can drink. They get the pookie susu. Yeah. Got an odor to it. <laughs> 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 Remember, uh, I can't remember. It was the last of Moses or something. There was a party, yeah. and uh, they were like betting five bucks with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You get near the mouths. Yeah. I couldn't even look at it and start gagging. There's dudes at the Filipino festival over in the park when they do that in September, yeah. selling it in a yeah. bucket. There's a lot of cultures that you know this thing of fermenting, which kind of means rotten. Yeah. You know, uh, he is Japanese for fire, huh? He. Yeah, it's like in uh, the Amazon, I drank a masata, which was a yeah. fermented uh, yam, yeah. the jungle yam, yeah, and spit. 
women's spit. Yeah, it's women's spit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's the right head. <laughs> Tasty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I remember when we were starting uh, with fire hose and going up north that you you had a VW bus like Georgie's. That's right, I still do. Yeah, man, those are some good times. And like, I mean, remember this when his mom made all this fried all chicken, fried chicken fried and chicken. cookies, and yeah, like cookies, fried chicken, man. Let me tell you about that. The that night was before, Sonic Youth. The night before you guys played at the, the, the we were plaza. yeah, we were Sonic Youth, weren't we? That's right. And, the first and, time I ever went to the film. I walk. thought it was OT Prices in Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah. but with Sonic Youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday, yeah. Saturday and slovenly. Slovenly, fire hose, Sonic Youth. That Saturday, I just said, you know, Tom Watts. I'm going to go see you guys. Yeah, Tom Watts. Pack some food, and I went up there, caught you guys. And uh, I mean, It was you. like a three or four day mission for you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just for fun, man. Yeah. And I got some nice shots out of that thing. That's when I sort of knew what was going on with the shutter and the speeds and stuff. And it shows, you know, on the website, it shows like there's different, there's a... A progression. Yeah. Progression. Speaking of gigs, you guys were at the gig last week. I did the debut of the third opera at uh, Liquid Kitty in West L.A. Everyone was there but you, Richard. All these so people. Good. Yeah. Everyone here was but me. I was there in spirit. I got the email. I wore Jim Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Jim Bay from Mikosan that was uh, some kind of hybrid. It's it got plaid. Really. <laughs> plaid gym bag. I got my talent. This talent Ekosan gave me in uh, Chicago. I got it on my wall, and people go, "What's?" It says, "Japanese woman, woman with glass pipe," and they go, it's "Pipe, like, it's pipe glass." What? what? Is it? Glass pipe. Rock in the rock. Yeah, or what? I thought. So. And I go, "Wow, I guess maybe that's like maybe crack. I don't know." But I love Ekosan. Every time I see her, she gives me gifts. Oh, yeah, I love her. Yes. It's really cool where she is now. So when she, she has this blanket, like the corner is a hood of the Ribakuma, you know, it's got the fucking ears. <laughs> <laughs> and they got one of those. She gave me those, too. They got one of those. Finally, I got one. you wear it? Huh? No, no, the bear. I got oh. it. It's in the box. Did you wear a panda one up there in San Francisco? Huh? Panda? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a Dodger fan of San Francisco either. <laughs> no, but the panda thing is for China. Yeah, that's China. You go to Chinatowns in yeah. Japan, there's pandas everywhere. Yeah. Panda chow. They make the chow into like panda things. <laughs> yeah, San Francisco Giants had a panda too. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it's from yeah. the Chinatown. Because they used to have the biggest one. I'd say New York City's now is the biggest one, though. Chinatown? I don't know, bigger than San Francisco? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah it's growing and growing. It grew. Wow, that's funny. Cause Little, Little Italy, Italy is like two or three blocks shrunk, And Ch Chinatown grew. New York, kind of the opposite. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco was named Pablo. Pablo. Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, Chicano Panda. Panda name. That was Panda. Yeah, I remember <laughs> the first time I went to uh, New York with Firehose and got to see both Little Italy and I think because we stayed with Sonics in like the Lower East Side so me and Georgie like explored around I go Jesus Christ they have like Chinatown you cross Canal Street and there's like Little Italy and it was just like unbelievable to me I didn't know what to think like it was such a huge city you know and uh, then we passed Canal Street where all they made those chains it was like the height of 
Links coming up, and they had those links of gold. <laughs> unbelievable. And a cable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. With Volkswagen emblems on it. VW. It said VW. Mercedes. <laughs> no, this said VW. No, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I can see Mercedes. Well, Mike D used to rock one. Yeah. So, none of you had heard it before because it came out in Japan, so you saw it. Heard a little bit of it when we were sailing. Lori had it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Got it from Bob Styers. So, you heard a little bit. But you guys didn't hear it. I'm, you, got, you gave me a copy. So I've oh, you knew morning, it. So. I've been listening to it a lot. That's right. I tell you memorized you it. <laughs> so it was a different live? It was, it was, it was more better. clams, no, that's for sure. No, it was sure. better. It was so much better to see it live. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. To watch you guys, just because it's so complicated. There's so many changes. Well, oh, they had gym bass, too. Yeah, they did. But with, Raul was rocking it with chonies again. We <laughs> 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 all rocked the gym bass with chonies. <laughs> and Tom was rocking barefoot. Yeah. Yeah, he was wearing that coat at first. <laughs> Who, Tom? Or yeah, he was wearing his big coat over the gym. It was bay. cold that day. It's well, Paloma Fuck, I didn't wrong. wear a coat <laughs> without Tony's <Johnny's> last. <laughs> gonna have to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If they were. Cl- That's why he didn't need a coat. They were all insulated. <laughs> You got pics of this or what? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't take any. I brought the camera, but I forgot to hand I it to Talia. You did, Talia? I took some pics. All right. I can give you my email. Yeah. Send me these things. Post yeah. them all over the mission. <laughs> it was a great, you know, the first time a punk rock barbecue in November, He's they used to always be summer. Yeah. And so Dave Childs moved it over and to uh, this guy. And it was happening. Not as much chow out front. Mm. Some. Pope was there. Really? Yeah. Man, the Pope. Of course. I always think of the Pope. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cats from the old days was there. Yeah, Steve Reed played with Legal Weapon. Really? Steve Reed, every time anybody from down here goes to play in San Francisco, it's always a weekend. I'm working. I could never go. But I did see Steve Reed at the Hemlock. I ran up the street in the rain. I caught like the last two or three songs of his uh, set. He's a great cat. Yes. And uh, Lawndale played. They're back. They haven't played for years. Lawndale's playing again. They were good. So, you know, I just started playing it, right? I, I said this is the first time. I don't think people realize it was going to be a 47-minute song. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of a freaky thing. I just wanted to lay it on people like that. So you kind of knew, mm-hmm. and you knew a little. You heard on the boat. You went sailing with Skipper Joe. I want to do a radio show on the boat. I did it on the boat when it was tied up. That would be fun. I want to do it while sailing. But it'd have to probably be uh, in a cabin because of wind. Mm -hmm. Definitely doable. I'm uh, I'm planning a tour now for U.S. in the spring of this opera. I'm going to do it in England next week for the first time around that side, Atlantic. And, uh, yeah, I want to do a U.S. one. Cool. You say you're doing South by Southwest? That'll be part of it. But, like, the guys I toured with in Japan really are into this thing. And I said, okay, I'll figure something for you, you know, where it's not ridiculous. You're 
buried under some kind of thing. And I've done a couple of them, but never for my own music. But I guess I'll do it that. And That's crazy. That'll probably be around the beginning of it. I want to take them through the south of the U.S. Mm-hmm. I've taken them in the northeast and on the west coast. Now I want to do the south, so, you know, to know the U.S. properly. Mm-hmm. You should <laughs> That's a great band. Playing those parts, too. Yeah, they are, and they're mm-hmm. great guys. Drummer's just going to have another baby, his uh, wife. And he's a great cat. They all are. No wine and no princesses in that group. They're all tough. They got a word there. It's uh, gambaru. Huh? It means let's do it. It's great. And it's not just words. They live it. Really, really happening cats. I got to record, too. You know, while I was waiting, the tour ended and Tom and Raul came home. And I had to stay around for the wedding. You know, I was climbing Yukahanda, so... Because I, me putting together that floor-by-four, floor, that's where they met each other. And so I was kind of like the ma- matchmaker, but not really. I put together all kinds of things. They're usually guys, and they're not <laughs> boning each other. So. Not that you know. They are. They ain't the same. <laughs> You're <laughs> They're awful quiet, though. Name names. Let's see. <laughs> well, okay, I didn't show up at any of the... I wasn't asked to any of the weddings. All right. Don't ask them to tell shit. that. <laughs> And so I got to record with these guys called Wakine. We're going to play some later on, man. And it was, they bring me to this room and like 13 these young musicians come in and just start jamming for three and a half hours. Wow. 13. Yeah, 13 of them ended up. But they kept piling in more and more and more. And <laughs> trip. It was beautiful, man. They were, they were great cats, too. I had a good time playing over there. It was just out of the blue. I didn't have anything planned for those days, and they got all filled up. I ended up doing all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, Japanese underground music scene, I'm into. Uh, we haven't heard of Spin Cycle in a while. It's time. It's time, <laughs> brother. Man. Got some snore.
Get raw with my southpaw style. See me get raw with my southpaw style.
Hey, Brother Matt. Thank you very much for another edition of the Spin Cycle. Thank you. Can you enlighten us to what inspired you? Um, well, we uh, want to get get the snore going there. So so that started things off. And then uh, had the request for Gabby, Pahini, Hawaiian master. Marty Lyle. And, yeah, and then we just got fat and started rolling. Uh, Marty's telling us about his outrigging thing. That's yeah. Hawaii style. Very oh, cool. Yeah. Good, good. Dragon boats. Still do it? I, no, not dragon boats. That's it's Chinese. Uh, oh, luxury sorry. of time kept me away from it. But here's how. Here's the funny story I heard about Gabby. Right. Uh, I was in this. Uh, I, I paddled for seven years on his teams out here in Long Beach, and uh, and uh, you got to move the fucking. There you I'll, go. I'll just sit right over here. So so. Uh, the last 2004, the team I was on here in, in uh, Long Beach, Kaakai, uh, we competed in the Molokai race. The Molokai race is uh, the pinnacle race of this organized outrigger canoeing race. It's a race that goes from Molokai Island to Oahu, and uh, it crosses the Kaivi Channel. Yeah. We get like 45 foot swells. Yeah. 30 foot swells. It's a wall. They come over the canoes that skirt. So, anyway, we competed in this. We, out of a hundred teams, there's teams from uh, New Zealand and all over the world. The Tahitians and the Hawaiians always come in the first five places. In fact, Tahitians won that year, I think, 2004. So uh, we came in 60th, you know, not DFL. We, we, we were pretty proud of ourselves. And uh, we were passing canoes. And then as we get around uh, Diamond Head to go right into uh, Duke's Beach there, the, uh, we, we got passed. Waikiki. Yeah, Waikiki is where the finish line was. Is we, we got past through. So we're, we're at this, it's, it's like a four hour race, right? For about 30, 40 miles. And paddling? And, yeah, no, paddling an outrigger canoe. Oh, okay. it's, it's, you know, it's outrigger canoes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the beginning of Y5O? Yeah. That's yeah. hard. Well, at the end, exactly. yeah, those things. So, so, uh, so, uh, um, we're, you know, we're, we're just maintaining going. And then, zoom, we get passed along the side by these other guys. That was pretty commendable. So we finished the race. We're full of ourselves. A few months later, I have a photo job in Oahu. And uh, the driver of our car, this guy's name is Arby. So I was always sitting in the passenger front, and uh, he's a teamster. And and uh, very, very cool guy. We, we seemed to be about the same age. And I was there for a week. And so, by the, and so uh, like the second day, I broke out my uh, team T-shirt. You could buy the T-shirts from that race that was there two months before. But our... Our T-shirt said "Crew" on it, so the people who participate in the race get these shirts, right? And on that day or the day after, when you're at this race, you know, dudes who know about this kind of like, "Whoa, hey, how's that race?" You know, and that stuff. That's how conversations start. So here we are. I'm with this guy Arby, and I was wearing this shirt. He goes, "Oh, so you paddle the the Molokai?" I said, "Yeah, boy, wow, reliving it." I said, uh, "Have you uh, participated in sport?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "I do that. I paddle." He says, uh, "He says we, we we paddled that race." I said, "Oh, what team are you on?" And he said, "The name of the team. It is the team that passed us the last three minutes." <laughs> I just shut down. I put that shirt away. I put it in the suitcase, and I just you know, arrows for two days telling him about stuff. You know? Marty. Yeah. Marty took me in the outrigging thing in Mother's Harbor kind of thing. Yes, indeed. In Long Beach, Alameda's part of Long Beach. And that's what got me going with the kayak. Oh, so I started, my uh, awesome. everything. Yeah, he started from you. Oh, so. inspiration, man. I'm very yeah. proud of that. 
Yeah, back at you. So chain reaction. Yeah. Chain you reaction. too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Man. Yeah, was that was a couple days last week. Good times. I still got an OC1 now. We have to go now. Yeah, I have Thanks to my friend my Anthony who helped me out. Because I'm afraid to get it out of the boat. Yeah, you got to get back in when I get, that, so. when I get stronger. I mean, mm-hmm. once I'm in the thing, it's all above waist, so I'm not worried. But <laughs> I'm doing a bike, half of it. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, Marty's the one who got me into it. And I actually, the only time I flipped over was in one of them fucking outriggers. And outriggers. <laughs> they tip very easy. Very those easy. Ones. And so we're, we're, we've been there the whole most of the day, and, we're, and you're doing very good. And so we were going, so I was a little ahead of you, showing like where we are going. I didn't hear from you. Hey, I turn around. Not easy to turn around. Turn around, you're floating the things upside up. Oh, son of a bitch. It's a pallet back over there. You got your boat back up. All right. But, uh, but I owe you, Marty. Thank you so much. Hey, End of the second time. hour, November 26, 2010. Watt for Pedro Show. Time for hour three. Yeah, yeah, I just started yeah, power. November 26, 2010. It's the third it hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, Coco. <laughs>
Tarkovsky. Um, Where where is this place? Boston. Boston. Massachusetts. Yeah. I think he was from Philly originally, Mm -hmm. but he's buried here in Pedro. Mm -hmm. Where Jibun is. They went to his last birthday party. It says, don't try on his gravestone. I don't mean to interrupt you, Coco, but we're doing (laughs) a radio show. Okay, third hour. You're invited, you know. You can be the star of the conversation. You don't have to have a little mouse one on the side. And in fact, I'm going to ask you guys something as soon as I get done here. Uh, We start off the third hour with Sea Cat by the Dyna Brand. And then Missing or Nothing by Shot Moskva. Irresponsibility by Test Mustard Disco. Consciousness that was let loose by Same Place Empty. And finally, Heaven Eleven by Avalanche. Uh, Taya, mm-hmm. Julie, Coco, you have a band. Oh, yeah, we've been practicing. We had our first practice the other day. <laughs> our first practice all together. We've been practicing. So. Dark Sunshine? Is that the secret <laughs> name? That's our temporary name. That's just something it's to so keep It's so secret going. now. <laughs> Oh, You'll behave on a fucking radio show. <laughs> no, no. Uh, whose idea was it? All three, same time? Yeah. Was there nobody was instigator? Well, there's a lot of instigations. Like I um, had a wanting to learn drums because this other there's this other band that needed a drummer, and I really feel like I have a beat. You know, like I could do it. She does. She does. And, you never played drums she says that before. I can. No. She's a natural. She has it. I got the beat. Well, I'm, I used to be a rapper, you know, so I can I, I, I chill on the beat, you know. Rapping needs rhythm, yeah, Absolutely. of course. So you got a, you bought yourself a drum set? No, not yet. I don't have a drum set. I'm still oh, so in the lead. So what are you playing lead. now? Dennis's. Yeah. Okay. On 24? Yeah, yeah. He has a drum set, and he's so got you're everything you need. Yeah. You're borrowing one. Yeah. And then uh, Julie... Yeah, what are you on? Yes. What are you on? Oh, I'm on bass. Bass. And she's really good, too. She's a natural. So what got you on bass? Were you a rapper? Um, no, I was <laughs> never a rapper. <laughs> Just, I guess, in the shower, and that's about it. In the shower? No. With the bass? <laughs> a rapper in the shower. Oh, no, no, she but I'm talking shower. about bass. What, what in got you in the bass? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been interested in bass. Really? Uh, I like Jocko. Uh, oh, I like wow. Of, I love the sound of the bass, the feel of a bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you borrow one, or do you have one? I have one. Yes, it was given to me as a gift, and... Oh, so you have to play it. So I <laughs> no. I've been playing it, but never, you wanted to play it, and what somebody somebody got hip to you wanting to play it and gave it to you for a present. Yes. That's beautiful. It was a birthday <laughs> present. The, the oh. enabler. Yeah. Hmm. And then she, and Talia is also another enabler. <laughs> I, I she's it's I'm trying to get her out of her shell. Like she's really talented, but she's so shy. And once she once she gets started, she's in the zone. She's really good. Ty is the third member, and you play? I'm playing keyboards. Yeah. I, okay, so it's keyboard, bass, and drum, like my second man. Mm-hmm. We just did a germ song for a tribute album. Yeah. 
We did one for a Seeds album, too. I like organ-based drum trio. Yeah. I always, when I was young and I heard Sister Ray by Velvet Underground, I always wanted organ band, but organs cost so much money that we never knew anybody with the organ. Till Mazes. Till Pete Mazes. Yeah. Who, like, build his. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's quite a man. And he's got a studio happening. That's where we recorded Casa Hanzo. There up on Patton in 25th, mm-hmm. 26th. And he's a great guy. And Jerry Trepatich on drums. Mm-hmm. Jerry Trepatich was the drummer of the band I first saw Talia sing for, mm-hmm. called Linus. Yeah. <laughs> I love Linus. Many years ago. <laughs> that was Jerry. Jerry's doing good. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Raising kids. Yeah, and working on the dock. Pete. There you go. And I'm going to write him a new album. Not an opera, but kind of a concept. Mm-hmm. D. Boom would love this. Work, Pedro guys, cool. Uh, with uh, Pedro guys, a longshoreman, and uh, next year sometime I'll do it. We'll do it at Casanzo, because when I got to record, I, I put the second men together for the second opera, and I recorded in Pedro at Karma. Remember, yeah, there yeah, was a studio. Yeah. Somebody's in there now selling clothes. I think it's Mike Brady. Oh, it's a fish tank. Uh, like a- it's called. Be- Bad fish. fish. Bad fish, yeah. Yeah. Where's but, that? Where yeah. Karma was. Oh, really? Sixth Street. Yeah. Remember that studio yeah, that was yeah, on yeah. Sixth Street? Yeah. They moved to Poughkeepsie. Does Mike Brady still have his place on Seventh Street? No, he's moved he now moved to the Karma Studio oh. building and has something called Bad Fish. Something. <laughs> well, it's like a t-shirt shop and an aquarium oh, it's shop, right? It's a t-shirts and aquariums? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it said cool. clothes <laughs> on the sign out front. Yeah, and they also have records too. And records. Be a terrible name for a restaurant. Job pad. (laughs) So uh, you guys have just started the band. So you're writing songs now. Yeah. Hmm. This interesting part of a band's life is right at the beginning. You can't do it twice. So. Are you uh, Are you recording? We're going to record our next practice. Okay. On Wednesday. What about gigs? Not until we have songs. Yeah, yeah. good <laughs> so idea. Because <laughs> when I saw Linus, I don't think you had any songs. No, we made it up. You on guys the spot. just jammed, yeah. right? Wow. It was magical. <laughs> well, you know Damo Suzuki. He was the second singer for Can. This cat tours with no band. Hmm, really? Lives in Germany, you know, where Can was. Yeah. And he came over from Japan and just started living there. And then after the band, he just started touring with. Local folk. Whoever's, yeah, in the towns. And then he starts the gig off with his singing, and they follow him. And so it was the reverse of Chuck Berry, who shows up alone and yeah. uses a backing band. Right, but they're expected they, to know all his songs. Yeah, exactly. But Damo's got knows he's, he's jamming. He's making it up on the moment. It's pretty incredible. I saw him do it with Omar from... Uh, from uh, uh, at the drive-in. Yeah. yeah. He just in Australia, and it was really incredible. Omar. His new thing at uh, Great American Music. What was it like? He's a very interesting guitarist. Yeah, he's a good guitar player, but I kind of still, at the drive-in is it for me. I like at the drive-in. I like Mars Volta, but I still like at the drive-in. Yeah. So so you're going to get some songs together Mm -hmm. and then then do the gigs. Okay, i got to play with you. Yes. And then you got to, you got to, uh, Tom Watson said he'd play with us. I think the West Coast Swing for uh, your new opera might be good for these girls. 
Yes. Let's yeah. tour. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, what? Put you on the spot. But. Could be an honor. <laughs> Start touring. I think what, the way I'm planning it, it's going to be 50 gigs in 51 days. Wow. No way, really? How many? Pinchy way. Well, how about fucking Fyro's 78, 71 and 73. Wow. No, it was 71, 71 and 73. 73, yes. 56 in a row. That was in 91, I think. No crybabies on that tour, are we? No princesses. Let's hear some more music. Well, he started out as a princess, he came back a man. I'm gonna find 
Live from Pedro Show. Uh, you just heard Railhead by Fluke. Before that, we had Yori Yo-Yo by Oru Taichi. Then uh, Searching by the Lumdies. We played some of them last week. They are great, man. They were a trip. Uh, uh, Sapporo, man. Uh, Marty, you had something to say about that chicken trip? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken stew. No, the chicken. Yeah, yeah, fried chicken. I, no, no, what I was remembering was uh, uh, after the Fillmore show, after that Fillmore show, um, it ended that night, and we were all coming back home from San Francisco. So my bus and George and my pal fucking Bonnie here says, I ain't driving with those guys. Let's get in your car. And I said, all right, let's go. So this is right after the show, right? And, uh, and uh, Sonic Youth was... Uh, Headlining, so you guys were on and you were off. So yeah. it's on midnight or so, and so uh, uh, George says, "Well, I'll take the first shift driving." Okay, so he's driving my bus. I'm sitting passenger side, and Richie's back there in the back of my car, sleeping in the sleeping bag. I figured, okay, you know, he had a rough toe, so you can sleep it off. I'll take the next hitch, and then Richie will maybe take the third leg. So George gets us out of San Francisco, and it's midnight, and we're driving and driving about the first tank half tank we pull over gas station gas up fill up george gets his coffee and there's something to eat it's my turn i'm driving richie's still in the knocked out in the back the whole time when george is driving i'm keeping him awake you know talking and chit chatting and stuff like that now it's about 1 30 in the morning and now it's my leg and i'm driving and george is eating his food and then he says okay well i'm good i'm gonna check out <clears throat> and he goes to sleep you know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. i got two guys sleeping in my car. And I'm driving. <laughs> I'm going to wake. wagon. <laughs> I just... You don't man, know how many gigs from re- Hollywood I had to do that. Ridiculous. I'd be driving, there'd be three miles like... Worshipping <laughs> <laughs> the sky. <laughs> you know, he'd be, he'd be, I swear I'd be... Turn around. One time I saw a lady, she jumped off uh, an overpass and she had broken her neck and was all twisted in the thing I screamed and then they all woke up <laughs> I was the only one who saw it yeah a lot of the times I, I know exactly your exact place yeah and, and I'm thinking well okay well George you know between these two guys well George probably needs to check out because he's just got done wailing yeah. this guy Richie has just been sleeping Hey, you know, wait George did what a good solid hour. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's been out for two hours. Richie, fucking Bonnie, wake up and talk to me at least, you know. And it's like two thirty in the morning, and I'm just as tired as everybody else. So I said, "This is ridiculous." I started weaving, so I pull off, and I find him like in this lettuce patch. You know, it's like uh, you know Fresno or something. And uh, I fall, I just conk out too, way off the road. I wake up, and it's the daylight wakes me up. Whoa! And George gets all. Cranky. Hey, we gotta go home. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so I finish the ride home. And we get home, I drop their butts off, and I get home and I, I go right right to the lab to drop off the film I shot. Just bleary eyed and but the girl who was at the I'm friends with who works at the lab at the other side of the counter, you know, and she looks pretty distressed, you know, and she says and I said, Well, I know I, I know I told her I said, I know I look really bad right now, but what's wrong with you? And she says, You didn't hear about the big earthquake? And it was this one that happened in uh it was either the Whittier one or the, yeah, it must have been the Whittier one that uh, just shut everything down. And I just thought that was really ironic that <laughs> here we drive back from San Francisco, <laughs> back into Los Angeles, and leave Earthquake City, and we come back to L.A., and yeah. the town's falling down. We were in one. We were in one. We started the first day of a tour. I think yeah. it was the uh, wow. Engage in the Milker tour. Yeah. 
on the way to fire hose in the first gig. The, the only time I've seen that city blacked out. <laughs> San we still played. We found a gig in Cupertino. We yeah. played with a band called Helen Keller Plaid. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> They're kind of a ska band. <laughs> Makes sense. And the guy says gig in some like really square John kind of place. And, but cool we didn't party. lose the gig. And I remember driving the next night. The fire was still burning in the marina. Yeah, in the just, marina, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I feel them all the time. That was the only lights. They're yeah, all the time. It was, it was, well, we, we, were going through, we were going through San Jose. We were coming up yeah. through US 152 or something. And uh, it was in Watsonville's Las Gatos. So we were right, right over at night. Yeah, and I, was, yeah. I remember seeing the power lines whipping around, but there was no... Says, man, there's some big wind, but there's nothing buffeted in the boat. <laughs> yeah, but it's cur- cur- curvy road, so we didn't feel yeah crazy. Yeah, unless it's 4.0 and over. They were we having that uh, World Series. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I remember it was yeah. the A's and Giants, the A's and Giants playing Giants in Oakland, mm-hmm. Bay Bridge Series. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now Giants let's hear some more. Series. You know, this is kind of sad, but one of the songs I'm gonna play next is for a guy who just passed away. His name was. Uh, Peter Christopherson, uh, or his nickname was Sleazy. He was one of the founding members of Throb and Gristle. And, uh, he also did album covers. Yeah. Uh, the, the Hypnosis was a company, like the Pink Floyd things, the yeah, man mm-hmm. shaking the oh, man on fire. Oh, yeah, that's on fire. At the sound stages. And uh, I got to meet him once. They were playing that, they got back together, and it was one of those all tomorrow parties. Did he just do the last Robbie Gristle tour? He had his lost his partner. He, he was a bad thing. And so he ended up in Bangkok, and that's where he passed away a couple of days ago. So this is for him.
Okay, Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, we just heard Coil with the uh, last Amethyst Deceiver, and that's uh, Sleazy. Uh, project he was uh, he had gone with his guy. It's sad uh, he's gone because he's quite a creative cat. Before that, we had uh, Gecko no Kino Shita Die by Wakina, which is those cats I got to record with two weeks ago in Tokyo. Um, it's been a great show. Thank you so much for coming on board here to Love Grotto. Cool. Thank you, Brother Matt. Yeah, nice to see you. Thank you. you. Thank you, Mike Watt. Marty Lyon. Michael, thank you very much. And our our, our, uh, coming up musicians, Taya, Coco, Julie. (laughs) Thank you. With their uh, dark sun shine. (laughs) Brother Matt, always for your uh, (laughs) much needed. I'm very grateful. (laughs) It's been the November 26, 2010 Watt from Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.